Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Mental Wellness Mondays with me, your host, Dr. Nicole L.R. Katy, your mental wellness expert. And I am so excited to have a very special guest today. He has come all the way from my downstairs. <laughs> I have my husband, Mr. Orlando James Arcady. He's also a pastor. He's a systems administrator, basically working in IT. And so we are going to talk today about what are the key elements of a successful healthy marriage. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. The key elements or key ingredients for a successful marriage. And so I actually want to ask um, Mr. Orlando, <laughs> what do you say are the key elements to having a successful marriage? Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you uh, for inviting me to share this time with you. Uh, I do appreciate it and it is valuable because it is time that I get to spend with my lovely wife. Um, along with that, um, I do appreciate all of you listeners um, who are making uh, headways in your mental wellness uh, <laughs> manifestos, so to speak, or any uh, any new travels and, and Travel. directions and traveling, we, we wherever you're going. Locked down right your, now. I know we all locked down right now. <laughs> We're on but, quarantine. <laughs> but but in our minds, we travel throughout many yes. great distances. So. Yes. Um, each travail, each issue, each problem is a whole other world. So treat it as such and move on out of that world. So anyway, um, getting back to the subject at hand. Uh, the question was, um, what are the key, what are some key elements uh, to our marriage, to a successful marriage? Um, well, successful, um, a successful marriage is something that is it's a happy marriage. All right, because I was going to say, it's different. It's different for everybody. What are the key (laughs) elements to a happy, healthy marriage? Okay, because happy is different too. Okay, but health, a happy and healthy message, that's a specific kind of a marriage, you know. Um, So a happy and healthy marriage is one where both parties know that they make an impact in the overall goal uh, of the family. And that's a happy and healthy um, marriage. Now, when Uh, you say they make an impact, you can make a negative impact and you can make a positive impact. Can you be a little bit more specific? Yes, I can. (laughs) They make an an impact towards progressing in a much more positive manner. In other words, they're not looking for. Um, Where'd you pick the ball at? When you pulled it up for me. <laughs> oh, here it is. When Sorry, you, guys, we're having like technical, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, real quick. So, um, uh, a, a successful, a, a positive impact, a, an impact that is quantifiable, it's, it's repeatable, um, and it's something that can uh, benefit the whole family not just the person within the family okay so what you just said is two people together that are married having a positive impact 
influence on their family, on their kids, and on that. Exactly. That's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is that the the impact that they have on the family uh, is beneficial uh, for both parties. Okay, so both parties. So, okay, now let's go back. We were talking a little earlier, and you gave me two key ingredients, components that you mentioned. Yes. That you said for a very effective, healthy, successful, and happy marriage. And do you remember what those two ingredients were? Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> can, you, can you please can share you with our listeners words, what okay. those two key so ingredients were? So those two were. ingredients, the, some of the ingredients, the ingredients. You must have trust, okay. and um, that's the main ingredient. And the other one, I think it was what was? It? I don't know. You Had came a, up with it. Uh, Did you say commitment? I don't remember. Yeah, I think I so. It's like I commitment. said, are you going to remember? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's about what we talk about. Tr- commitment. So see, <laughs> you must. So because, like I said before, okay, there are base expect there are base expectations to any relationship, and those base expectations are not necessarily towards a loving uh, uh, monogamous relationship between male and female or or whoever in that level you have certain basic relationship qualifications in other words to step into my arena you've got to be trustworthy Right. So what you're basically saying is in any relationship, the foundation, there are basic things that must be there. And And trust is one of them. Trust is one of them. For most people, uh, commitment is another one. Loyalty, uh, 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 a a good heart or kindness. These things are adamant for certain individuals. Okay, so let's let's not let's just not say certain individuals. What my listeners want to know. Right. You counsel people, right? Whenever yes. you have people come in in the church and marriages, you're in a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Can you tell us? You're saying, okay, so trust is very important, meaning we have to trust one another in a relationship. Because if you don't have trust, do you have a marriage? Well, without trust, you can't even have a relationship. If without trust, you can't even have a friendship. Mm-hmm. Without trust, you can't even have. It's it's even a, it's difficult to even have family around that you can't trust. Mm-hmm. You know, um, trust is a basic building block of any relationship. Um, without that, it, the whole thing eventually falls apart unless you Ooh. go through great strives. To repair trust and that is an arduous task okay i want to just pause really fast for that butterfly moment something you said without trust everything falls apart yes that's did you catch that butterfly moment (laughs) trust is one of the key core ingredients is one that, that holds a marriage together a healthy relationship together think of i think of Trust, if I were to look at it and say a core ingredient, if you're baking something, one of the core ingredients is flour, right? Exactly. Usually. And so, and the egg is what sticks to holds everything together, right? So, without the egg, it just falls apart. It's all nasty, whatever, <laughs> it, right? And, and like they said, there are a lot of different people out in the world that have different types of relationships, mm-hmm. right? Or they use, to keep in your, keep in your analogy, different kinds of flour, Right. Instead of using regular flour, they may use something else. Well, they have a different kind of a relationship. Regardless of the 
main ingredient, the rising ingredient that makes everything look well and function properly and taste well are the sugar, eggs, milk, and salt, mm -hmm. and, and the, the ingredients. Those basic key ingredients have to be there in order for a cake to be a cake. Otherwise, it's a cookie. <laughs> you set out to make a cake and it turns out flat. So uh, the, the goal of a, any good relationship is to make it work. You don't okay. enter into a relationship. You don't enter into a marriage if you're not okay. willing to make it work. So what is needed to make it work successfully, effectively in a marriage? Well, um, to begin with, you have to go into it with a realistic expectations. Mm, sounds like your wife is a therapist. Someone well, knows a little bit. I had that before. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you've been you're married I came to someone in. awesome I came, that's well, what it whatever. sounds like to me I came in with that <laughs> okay I go came ahead in. I, I'll, came, I'll, I entered through the door with that I, I will let you take that go ahead <laughs> go, if you want to try to take it but go ahead whatever <laughs> I would so, but but you have to have I mean what are we talking about realistic, <laughs> realistic expectations realistic expectations without some realistic ex look you have to you have to know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept from the sum from any person. Yes. Especially a person that you're going to be married to for the rest of your life. Or you go into it with the with the expectation that you're going to be married to this person to the rest of your life. The whenever that starts, uh -huh. right? That's the goal. Uh -huh. So when you go into that per that relationship, you can't have a facade. You can't try to be something or someone you're not in order to please the person you are in love with at the time. So that is, you have to be honest. You so you have to honest. go in there with honesty is a big part of what I'm trust, hearing you say. You have to trust yourself first before you can trust someone else. Yeah. my son saying that. You have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. I wonder where your son got that one from. It came with maybe because his mom no, also it, it, is it's, a it's all comes I don't from know, the dad. But... It all comes from the dad. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes from. I the mean, dad. this is all some wise words up here, but yeah, okay, it's all stuff we. Have. But yeah, you have to love yourself first before you can truly love someone else right. because you you're not to. going to know right. how. To I mean, I don't know how many relationships have been broken up because it looked good on the surface. But when they actually had to deal with that person on a day-to-day -day basis, like take COVID right now. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of relationships going through some strain. Mm -hmm. It's been a month. A month. <laughs> and people are already trying to knock the doors down, trying to get away from one another. Mm -hmm. it and, and this is because many of the relationships were based upon certain elements of fairy tale kind of thoughts or, or whatever it is they didn't go with with understanding who they were when they got with the other person so they were dishonest with themselves probably they were dishonest and the other with person themselves dishonest with well when you're dishonest with yourself you are automatically going to be dishonest True. with the other person True. that's just it just comes with the territory that's mm -hmm. just a basic thing so you have to figure out who you are what you're going to expect from the other person what you're going to expect from yourselves and then execute those things that 
so you're you going need, to perform your force so yourself. you need to so what i'm hearing you say is you need to know who you are as an individual before you even think about getting married basic building block of a relationship knowing know who yourself. you are first so then know you can yourself have, so uh-huh. you can appreciate someone else yes if you don't know yourself you can't appreciate someone else mm. what if you don't appreciate yourself can you appreciate the other person that is how a lot of people would like it to work mm-hmm. but no one else can make you happy but you mm. no one else can make you happy like you so happiness is more of an internal thing versus external. Instead of looking right. for something on the outside, happiness has to come has from to within first. You Ooh, have catch to... that butterfly moment. <laughs> happiness comes from within. Yes. So it starts inside and it it then flows outward. How are you else you're going to have a happy marriage? If it doesn't start, if you're not happy being married, Mm-hmm. If you're not happily married to the person that you love, mm-hmm. if you're unhappily married to someone, I've seen a lot of marriages last a mighty long time, mm-hmm. unhappy that's true. to the person that they're with. And so some that but may they be, last. Yeah, and, they, and some may say, well, that's a successful that's marriage. A successful marriage. So now I understand the first part of the question when I asked you, and your response was, well, do you mean successful? <laughs> or you or mean just happy? be married? Yeah. <laughs> Which one do you want? Because depends on what kind of relationship. It, we have you want. there are tons of myriads of different um, measurements of marriages yeah. that that work for some people. Mm-hmm that some people endure out of religious commitment, um, out of family commitment, mm-hmm. out of, they make it work. Mm-hmm. They give up a parts of themselves more and more and more. Um, and so then they're sacrificing they, their happiness, they sacrifice their they happiness for the sake of a marriage. Okay. And then all of a sudden they either quit the marriage or they die. Mm. One or the other. Two options. That's, that's pretty much it. Either when you're in a when you're stuck in a very very bad place, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to see your way out if there you can't see a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you become hopeless, and so you either just give up and say, "Okay, it is what it is," yes. and you just stay stuck, and that's in that situation. Right. Until or you go out and you try and get somebody, or you you you, you either. Uh, Fix most people try to fix it themselves. Okay, fixing it yourself is the absolute wrong thing to do because if you don't know how you got yourself in the mess, mm-hmm. how are you gonna know how to get yourself out the mess? Mm-hmm. Right? So, I mean, so <laughs> what you're, you're saying is mess. that is the time then when you can seek counsel, yes. right? You can seek counsel from your um pastor yes. or ministry within, you can seek. Um, support also from right. couples therapists, right. right? Providing there are there are, and I'm a pastor. Now look, I'm a pastor. I understand how pastors have to think. We're not the best people for that job all the time. Okay. There is a religious aspect that we that a lot of people would like to adhere to, mm-hmm. but if your appendix burst. You don't go to your pastor's house. Mm-hmm, you go to the doctor. So what you're so, saying is <laughs> seek a marriage therapist. 
you to see, help you we, right. because we have strategies they and have we have strategies, things that we're going to look tools, at here. They have access. Yeah. And that's what we're trained in. Right. And so all of these tools that are available to us to keep a happy marriage mm -hmm. before it breaks down to those points we need to use because uh, our mental wellness mm -hmm. is better when it's shared mm. than when it is alone. Yes, we it, are meant to be together. Social in, people. Yes, interacting with one another. We right. are not meant to be solo no. on an island I mean, by you ourselves. Could be quiet. Interaction. Yeah, I mean, you can have, I've seen, you, know, you see this, the, the TV shows where you have these couples and they barely talk to one another and they're just standing with, the company is all the conversation that mm -hmm. they had, that they really need. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. You need to talk to somebody. <laughs> mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. So what would you say, what makes our marriage work? <sighs> Communication. See, you didn't even say that one. <laughs> well, okay. That's another aspect. That's, that's another okay, building block. Okay, that's okay. Okay, so communication. Communication is a key factor. Um, well, well, see, communication is key, uh -huh. and it is tough to develop. Yes. Because if I don't trust mm. how you're going to receive what I say, I won't say it. Yes. And that begins the breakdown. Of, of a marriage. So, okay, so then let me just kind of summarize what I just heard you say. Communication is one of the the key cornerstones, right? We talked about trust, but the communication in a relationship. Yes. Because you have to feel like you can be vulnerable. One, you should right. be able to be vulnerable with your partner. Right. And I'm talking about vulnerable emotionally. Yes. So you have to be at a place where you can allow yourself to be vulnerable to approach your spouse with something that you want to talk about that may be a concern, maybe something that's very important. It may be embarrassing. Yes, <clears throat> but you have to trust that they're not going to ridicule ridicule you, mm -hmm. that they're going to listen and be open, and they're not going to shame you. They're yeah. not going to be harsh, you know, and and that they're ultimately and... going to have your best interest at heart mm -hmm. over theirs, as well at least equal to theirs. You should not expect them to do it over theirs, but you should expect them to do it at least equitable okay. to theirs. So, and if they lift it up as a very priority thing mm -hmm. over their world, then that's the love that they display towards you. Okay. But you, as a person going in, should never expect that person to take to drop everything and run to do what you want them okay. or you have need should at least be given the opportunity <laughs> okay so then this kind of segues and we coming right back to something you said earlier <coughs> excuse me which was realistic expectations realistic i mean you're coming back around to that I mean, that is one of the top um number one key components when i'm counseling couples is we go over realistic expectations so we can identify if they have realistic expectations of themselves mm -hmm. and of their spouse yes. because often like what you're saying is what happens is we go into a relationship a marriage mm -hmm. and no one really spoke about you'd be amazed at how many people actually do not go to premarital counseling yeah. before and so one of the things we go over and you'll be amazed at how many people do not talk about 
what their roles yes. are going to be in a marriage. They don't talk about what the expectations are. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember we went to premarital counseling, yeah. right? And we we had a blast. We actually wanted to stay there and kept and wanted to keep going, but the pastor told us, "Oh no, you guys are great." I think it was after like three <laughs> three three sessions. I'm like, no, "Wait, are we supposed to go? We supposed we to come back like for a more. Couple more?" No, y'all, y'all we fine. were enjoying it, <laughs> but he brought up some key things that had we not gone, mm-hmm. I would never thought about. I mean, he asked us questions. Like, okay, so how are you guys going to decide who does the chores? Yeah. How are you going to decide who cooks? Right? How and are you we say, oh, decide who, how, how are you guys going to handle money? Yes. Whose account is going to be the joint? Yes. So we developed that construct yes. of how money is handled and we stuck to it. This yeah. is 18 years. Yes. Yeah. And it has worked great. Mm-hmm. 18 years, I have not known what my wife's balance was. <laughs> not one day. <laughs> She knows my balance to a T. She knows exactly what my paycheck is. She knows when I get paid. She knows my payday. She knows everything that's coming in, everything that's going out. I have no clue what's in her, how much money she's got ever. All she knows, all I hear is, we got it. No, no, no. We got it. We got what? Because I'm broke. Well, No, we got it. How we got this? So, you know, we talked about because we went to premarital counseling and we really, you know, I didn't think about it. He said, because we were saying, oh, we we're going to both do it equally. He yeah. said, well, yeah, you both work. So, yeah. what is it? Whoever gets home first, how are you going to decide? <laughs> what about how you're going to discipline the kids? What if you disagree? Are you going to yeah. say it in front of one another? I mean, so he brought up all of these different um, scenarios. Yeah, thank you. He brought he brought up all these different scenarios, right, mm-hmm. of what we needed to think about and topics mm-hmm. that we would have never thought about. So, I mean, just to summarize, the key we can have three key ingredients. I have heard now. you say say possibly a fourth. Maybe the first one was trust. Trust that trust is one of the. I mean, just the building block. You mm-hmm. have to have trust in a marriage if you want it to be a happy marriage. Trust. Right, so you said trust was one of the first ones. Then you talked about you have to have realistic expectations. expectations. Right, you talked about that of the marriage of the individual of of themselves. Right, um, there was a third communication. Well, you did say communication, but I think that was a yeah. You I think did it was a communication. Yeah. You said communication, so making sure that you can effectively yeah. be able to communicate, being open, mm-hmm. being. Be allowing yourself to be vulnerable yes. with your spouse. With your spouse, I'm thinking of spouse and partner. So it's a partner, mm-hmm. right? Put two words together. That's a new word. Spartner. Spartner. Yes. Spartner. <laughs> I am Spartner. Yes. And I'll say this: one of the key ingredients. Every relationship is different, but for us, what keeps our marriage so great and so happy and healthy is humor and laughter. <laughs> we laughter love is one of, it's like it's like icing on the cake. Yes, we love we have such a good time. Our kids, I mean, they have a great sense of humor. We laugh as a family. Yeah. I laugh with my husband. We're all I mean, I crack him up, he cracks me up. We're Although just silly I get together. At more than anything. No lie. <laughs> See what I mean? See, it's oh, just yeah. so infectious. The laughter. I know we have so much fun. We have, we have young adults in the house. One young adult. One is about to be eighteen, right? Yeah. Wow. We have one's gonna be eighteen, and 18. then we have a fourteen-year-old. 
So yes, our kids are older. So yes, um, when you have those teenagers and they grow up a little older, you know, they love to think parents know nothing. And yeah. so we Go say humor. Yeah. Humor helps. We, yes, we, we laugh a lot in we our Laugh it off, because so. otherwise you kill them. <laughs> he, he meant that in a joking way. I meant that manner. in a joking way. <laughs> this is a mental wellness I Monday I mean that in a very broadcast. joking way. Please. Never knock him out. <laughs> so, we just wanted to come on. We are actually enjoying ourselves. This is really like a couch conversation that we're having on just key ingredients to having a healthy, happy marriage. And I'm going to go over it again for you guys. It was making sure that you have trust in your relationship because if you don't trust one another, you really don't have a relationship. Nope. When the trust breaks down, it is very, very difficult to maintain any kind of semblance of a union, right? And, and being a partner. So trusting the other person, trust does not mean that you're going through their phones and going through all these different things and you're staking out certain places because you think they're with someone. Now there's a problem. If you have to do any of those kind of items and always checking up on them all the time, then that's a problem. I have, I have this core saying, too much of anything is a bad thing. You keep taking my sayings. I have said that for years. Where do you think you got it from? Not from you. <laughs> he loves to take my ideas. Did you cite me I for that? You, did you not? Nope. Get, I need my I credit. I gave you the base of that I idea. I need my years credit. Ago. No, you did not, Mr. <laughs> yeah, Arcady. Of course I did. <laughs> The base of that okay, that's ago. moving on. Moving on. Years ago. He, okay, let me just say this. Say, Wait, let me take a pause real fast. I just want to tell you guys, I just crack up because you know we're husband and wife, so we have so many conversations, and we're always talking about different things and topics of you know galore. We're always developing. He's telling me certain things with his preaching, whatever. So we we have a lot of we have very interesting conversations. So one Sunday he was preaching. And he just, <laughs> one of the things that my friends kind of cracked up, made a joke, they call things Arcady Reframe. And so it, it's basically because whenever someone would come and say something negative, I would always say, well, look at it this way. And so I would give them a reframe, so a different way to look at it. So they start calling it the Arcady Reframe. So my husband knew this because we're, I'm talking to him, telling him, you know, joking about it. So one Sunday, he's preaching and he starts saying something. He says, yes, and this is the Arcady Reframe. And he starts to talk about the Arcady Reframe as if he came up with it. I did. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, wait. you did not. I had this. I had to say, wait a minute. It sounds like he got that from someone. <laughs> so, is it coming back to you now? It's inspiration. Is it coming back to you now? <laughs> I just, I just said that to prove and to give more credence to what I'm oh, saying. Boy. About all these other topics that you seem to we be picking all up on. We obtain inspiration <laughs> from everywhere else. It just comes in nuggets, small bits. But we all put it together. Okay, we can <laughs> We share. just happen to use the okay, same words are, from that We way. are one, so we you're, <laughs> you're the other half of me, so we, we shall share in the credit, in okay. the glory. But okay. So, okay, let me go back to My last name. core key. <laughs> Ingredients, whatever. <laughs> Core key ingredients to having a healthy marriage. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put laughter in there. But we have um, trust, one of the building blocks, right? 
we have um, communication, we have having realistic expectation of yourself and of your partner, and having fun with that partner, right? Yes. Laughing, using humor, being able to be yourself yes. is very important. If you're always walking around on a tightrope, that is not healthy. That's not a relationship. That's a that's a roommate. <laughs> and that's a roommate that you're afraid of, right? Because yeah, you're roommate. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that is not healthy. So if you see any of those kind of telltale signs that we spoke about that are not healthy, then you need to really look at your marriage and think of how you would like to change it moving forward. And if that is possible, right, to be able to seek someone. So thank you so much for tuning in, listening to today's topic on Mental Wellness Monday with my special guest, my lovely, lovely husband, Mr. Take wonderful, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando Arcady, wonderful, Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Pastor Orlando Arcady, whatever you wonderful. want me. <laughs> I'm not calling you Mr. Wonderful because you know what TV show that is. When they call me, when we tell you who they call Mr. I got wonderful inspired. <laughs> <laughs> see guys see, i can't even i'm trying to i'm trying to inspire i'm trying to um segue out to end this okay. topic all right but see when you have a pastor and give them a microphone they don't know how to stop talking i'm just saying i'm just oh, saying okay so Jesus. so thank you thank you so much for listening i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you're able to learn something to gain a little bit of knowledge some nuggets that you can use for your purpose and i hope that this week is so fantabulous as i always like to say that you really enjoy yourself Please, please visit me on my website, www.nicolearcady.com, where you can gain some more information, gain access to some free resources, two free ebooks on there available the mental wellness tip and also um, grief and loss ebook. Free, accessible, there, downloadable on my website. Also, visit me on my YouTube, my YouTube channel, Dr. Nicole Arcady. Keep it simple, where I have uploaded different videos, all motivational, inspirational, all towards mental wellness. And like me on Facebook, like my Instagram page, Dr. Nicole Arcady is the same, and Twitter account. I'm still trying to learn that Twitter, but Dr. Nicole Arcady. And it is so very lovely, and I just know you're all going to have a wonderful, wonderful, fantabulous week. Thank you once again for stopping by, for listening, tuning in to Mental Wellness Mondays with me, Dr. Nicole L. Arcady, your mental wellness expert. Ta-ta for now. And remember, why is it so very important for you to know about and for me to talk about mental wellness? Well, that's just so simple because you matter too. Ta-ta for now. Have a great one.